I'm Drea. I'm Meg. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting, the fiber arts, and how awesome it is. Yeah. Before we delve into this week's topics, let's share what we're working on, Drea. I am still plugging away at the Antler Toke by Tin Can Knits. It's taking a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. Wasn't doing too hot for a little bit. Doing much better now. I was going to say, you did the majority of that in a single day. Yeah, I know. And then um, I got sick and then I lost absolutely any and all motivation to craft. That happens. Well, it's a cowl though too, right? So It's a hat. Oh, it's a hat. So even yes. better. So, so it, it it, I mean, I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm using Malabrigo, Rios, as old Profundo. It's a gift. The hat is a gift. No, I mean, the yarn is a gift too, but. I mean, you're a gift too. I thought you were talking about yourself. I am. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Meg. I am working on the Go Big or Go Gnome hat by Sarah Shira. I am done with the color work. I am, I was doing the decreases, but I screwed something up. So I'm going to have to tink back a little bit to start the decreases again. But um, should be done by this weekend, I would I would think. I was hoping by tonight, but I made a little mistake, so I got to fix that. And I am making it out of Critical Hit Dyes Ranger in Natural, Cardinal, and Gnome Green. I love that hat. Thank you. <laughs> it is so cute. It's a good little hat. And it actually, yes. the, the color work went surprisingly quickly, considering it it's on really does. tiny needles. So it, it definitely has knit up pretty fast. I feel like because, like, color work is so different each row, you don't get that feeling of, like, I'm doing this again, and I'm doing this again. Yeah, Yeah. and you have to keep re-memorizing the the repeat. Lost in the spiral. Yeah. No, (laughs) it did did go by pretty fast, all things considered. So, it's good. Awesome. Tina. I am working on my Ingle sweater by Caitlin Hunter. By Caitlin Hunter of Boylan Knitworks, and I am using String Yarns NYC Dolcetto DK in red, gray, and gray. One's light gray, one's a dark gray. Jess, what are you working on? I am. Uh, I have actually cast on the second mitten of oh, the. I was wondering when you were going to do that. Uh, Cardinal Thick and Quick. Um, well, it's like two weeks still. Christmas-ish, and I know. It's a week and a half, actually. It's a week and a half? Yeah, I know, right? It's next Saturday. The first one took me about a week, and I need to block these when they're done, so I'm like, yeah, I should probably start that, I guess. But yeah, so it's Cardinal Thick and Quick by uh, Culabra Designs. Like I said, the first one knit up pretty quick, although I did adjust the pattern a little bit. Um, Because I will say, the patterns of of this designer are very cute, but they are just the color work, so... um, if you are a straight beginner, they're a little bit more difficult, so just uh, be aware of that. If you're if you're picking any up, you, there's a little uh, kind of have to know how to just go straight in and read a pattern, um, and know how to adjust it for sizing and all that. So, but it's super cute. The cardinal is super cute, so we're making it work. Um, I am using also using critical hit dies, and um, it's Druid DK. And it's in natural, cardinal, gnome green, and bark skin. It looks so good. Can I touch it? Yeah, go ahead. I need to block it a little aggressively because I had a... I'm, I'm getting used to... I'm using the... um. What are these? Like the nine-inch circulars. And 
I forget that my stitching is a lot tighter than when, you know, I'm using the double points and I have yeah. a lot of looser stitch. So, yeah. so I have to make it up with a little bit of blocking, but uh, it's just, soft, it right? looks so professional. Oh, it really thank does. You. <laughs> it looks like you bought this. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. In the best way possible. Yeah. I'm excited. If you all want to see pictures of our current projects or get more information about Pardon My Stash in general, be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for info, pics, patterns, and yarns. All right. So this week's topic is going to be when you don't know the yarn. So... There are many yarns out there that I have not yet I was going to say, there are a lot of yarns out there. So I feel like in a lot of cases, you may be picking something up that you don't know. In fact, if you're brand new, all of the yarn is yarn that you don't know. (laughs) I would love to introduce myself to yarns I don't know. (laughs) I'm Drea. Wow. (laughs) Want to take a moment with it? Take it out for coffee? Are you gonna do? Are you do multiple at the same time? Is it like double dating? It'll be like speed dating. I want to, but I want to get yarn speed dating. Why are we dating the yarn? (laughs) Make sure it's a good choice. Wow! So you're courting the yarn, or the yarn's courting you? Which way? Which way is this going? I would like to think that they are courting me, just because I know that I'm picky. And just asking to be used, and you know that you're worth it. I am worth it. Thank you. Never know thyself. So now we need a video <laughs> of like Bridgerton with like yarn skeins being like, pick me, pick me. I mean, that can be arranged. Pick yeah. me yarns. Come in. Steal your friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening right now? However, however, just bringing it back a little bit, talking about speed dating yarn. That's actually, there. there is an interesting concept there um elaborate so imagine if you will you (laughs) you go you go into a a room or auditor i don't know i've never been speed dating so i don't know it's usually at a bar i'll say in the movies there's always like tables and crap set up and you you know you get like a little table yeah no one person stays and one person moves no but here's the thing the yarn stays Okay. And each table has a different yarn. And then you cycle through the tables and you get to squish it and look at its stats and its deets and... Dare I say swatch it? And swatch it. I mean, I, you get a couple or, minutes, right? Or feel the swatch because you only have a couple minutes. So it's like... Uh, so maybe they, no, but you could like... I feel you like you could take with a few it. practice stitches. Like they could have a swatch on the table do and it's you like just pick it up minutes. and like knit with it. Yeah. They to contribute they have, to the swatch. Yeah. See how it feels. They, right. they also see what your gauge is. Take and it out for a spin. Yeah. Like they have some needles and, and hooks there for, you know, if you do. Yarn either, stores get on this. You know, and then you can. I would sign up for that. I totally would too. You could see how it, how it knits up, how it hooks up, how it like. If you have a sensitivity to it. Yeah. God forbid. Yeah, yeah they should well, have some soap I feel and like, stuff there. I feel like before you would enter this uh, speed dating process, if you will, that you would um, you you would notify them of any allergies. But what if you don't know? Yeah, that's the we thing. Just, oh. can, well, I didn't can we go call into this, it. Can we call this that way? Speed swatching. Speed, speed swatch. swatching. Speed swatching. Speed. Got to get you swatching yeah. some way, guys. We should host one of these. Oh I God, have made so a should. swatch before. One swatch. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking and screaming the whole way. Yeah, it took me like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it down, do some Instagram for a while. Just once, right? 
literally just once. You, no, no, I mean you just p- picked up Instagram just once while you were knitting it. Oh no, like <laughs> ten times. That's what I thought. <laughs> Tina came back inside and she was like, "Drea, you're supposed to be swatching. What are you doing?" Swatching is hard, guys. Like I can attest. But if if it's like like so yeah, if you get like you know five minutes or whatever with with a yarn and you can. I would love to say it. that this whole crazy idea is like such a great advocacy for swatching your yarn before you use it but god knows most people are gonna say no that's a terrible idea meg you're lame well i mean if you don't necessarily want to do it for people to you could do it in a way that you're like discovering new yarns that you may not like it's it might be a good way to like promote somebody that's like new to the business in some mm. way or fashion, like a farm or something that's starting to spin well, up their so own. You yarn. have different like so you know you've got a table. It's got your your basic like nice acrylic. You got a table of like you know luxury fibers. Luxury fibers. Yeah. You've got different like indie dyers and big name uh, brands like. No, no, no. I feel there. like there should be no colors. I feel like it should all be bare. Like if you're gonna do an indie dyer one, that's one. Like that's one segment but like i feel like a uh, uh, there should be a segment of just bare yarn so that people who are farming or something like that and spinning the yarn can actually get like a uh non-biased analysis of their yarn because i feel like if you like unless they're all like colored in a similar way like there might be a bias of like oh well i, I like, really like this the green I like one because yeah. i like you green. do eat with your eyes first it's so. true. So I'm saying, like, to elim- if you really want to do it based off of like feel and how you're going to like the yarn in terms of working with it, because color's great and all, but when you're actually working with it, you can see the color, but the more the feel is more important. See, that's true. tough though, because then say you you decide you really like the feel of this yarn, but then when people dye it, it doesn't take the dye in any color that you like. So now you're at a loss because you. This or it drinks yarn. the dye like alpaca yarn. Yeah, like you really Absolutely like alpaca, but dye. when you try and uh... okay, wait, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta weigh around this. Okay, bare yarn that you're touching, and then there's four skeins of the same yarn in front of you, dyed in basic colors, so okay. that you could see how it takes dye, like red, green, blue, and yellow. We should know. do this with that yarn that we just got. Oh yeah, we did or just or name. just blue, red, and yellow. Isn't that the prim- what, isn't that the primary, primary colors? Yeah. Blue, red, yeah. and yellow. Blue, red, and yellow, and blue. that's and you know and it's a tonal and it's it's just kettle dyed whatever whatever you just that's it. No specialing, no spackling, no whatever, whatever. Spackling. <laughs> spackling. I don't know. It's one of those words. Speckling. Um, yes. Don't make it look fancy is what I'm trying to say. And then like you get that kind of and then if you want to do an indie dye one, then that is you could like that's that's could be feel and look, but that's a different I feel like that's a different criteria because then you're going like, do I like this colorway and the way this feels and you know what I mean? I'm just thinking about the feasibility of doing this at a yarn uh, like a fiber fest. Well, you'd have a like farm having- sponsor the bases. Yeah. Or or just farms providing those bases. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying it would be hard. I'm just trying to think about, like, feasibility. The logistics. Oh, yeah. there's a lot of logistics, yeah. yeah. I See, in that, that manner of doing it would be great for people who are spinners or, or dyers or stuff like that. Um, if you're just going in to work with it, I feel like it's a little bit harder um, because, again, you... 
the farms may be there, but they may not actually crank out the yarn that you're actually going to go and buy and use. Well, the other thing too is that you, when you're test driving it, also you might not like it in the the manner in which you're knitting it now. You don't, you might not like it in basic stockinette in this needle size, but go up or down a needle size and try a different stitch, and oh wow, this is totally different, and I like the feel, and I like the fabric a lot better. So it's kind of subjective in that yeah. manner as well. It'd be a tough thing to actually like put into use. But a, but fun, a fun idea. But a fun idea. It's a idea. great idea. But a fun idea. You guys thought I was being weird introducing it, myself I mean, to it, your... You were. It, it was but... a little weird, but I mean, it, it, it spawned a good topic. <laughs> Let's say you, you pick out a pattern, you know what you want, and, and you, you, like, you see a sweater on Ravelry, and it's exactly what you want to do. And you look at the recommended yarn. And you have none of it. No, well, no, not even that you have none of it. You've never knit with it. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Now, therein lies the question. Do you buy the yarn, sight unseen, and no idea if you're going to like how it feels? Or do you substitute? Like, what do you guys do? Actually, if I were honest, I would say that that is not the method of which I work with fiber that I'm not familiar with. What do you mean? Like, you say you find a pattern and you're like... I, I don't, I've never knit with this yarn. What do I do? Usually I have the yarn and I'm like, well, oh, I've so never you knit go with the this. other way. I got what you. What can I make with it? I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this, that question then doesn't work for you. No. Cause it's not some, but, but like, rhetor- like uh, rhetorically, rhetorically, I think that I would probably find something that I'm already familiar with. I know how the yarn behaves. You know I, I know like that it. I like it. Yeah. 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 And that's what I do. I don't generally, I very rarely will go out and buy the exact yarn unless I'm doing what you did and I know what yarn I want to use and okay, maybe I don't have the color, but I already know what it feels like. Um, I very rarely will buy a yarn just because the pattern calls for it without knowing what it feels like and how I'm gonna like it. Every time I do that, I wind up buying yarn that I'm allergic to by accident, and it's always a mistake, <laughs> so try not to do that anymore. But you guys? It depends on what it's calling for. Mm. So if it's gonna be a sweater, and it's calling for acrylic, if it's a sweater for myself, I'm not gonna do that. If mm-hmm. it's a sweater for my kids, I probably will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because but, you wanna be able to wash it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, so like it it depends on that for if in terms of acrylic that's what would change my mind with that but like usually I if I if it's a yarn I've never worked with before and I've seen the pattern and I'm like I really want to knit this I will look at the fiber contents of the yarn and then based off of that look in my stash for something similar and then feel that and go okay this is what they're trying to get go with with this pattern and if I don't like the feel of that, then I'll change it. But I, I, yeah, I don't usually like buy that exact yarn. Also because it's like, unless it's like a really mainstream yarn, really hard to find the exact anyway. Like if they're not doing like something that's super popular um, or it's really, really obscure or it's like a retired or not non-existent yarn or colorway or base or whatever, it's like, you're probably not going to find it anyway, but you can at least look at the... The good thing about it is you usually can click onto that yarn and then see what the base is about and then figure out what the heck they were trying to do. Yeah. And a lot of, especially indie dyers, use um, either similar suppliers 
or the same supplier in general. Mm. So, I mean, I've I've touched skeins of, of our yarn and then compared them to skeins of indie dyed yarn that I've bought. And I'm like, if this isn't the same supplier, it's really, really close. close. Um, so you can kind of gauge it that way as well. Like there's only so many, especially if it's if it's indie dyed, there's only so many dice uh, base suppliers out there. Mm-hmm. Unless so, you can get like a farm close by that will work yeah, if, you. yeah, oh yeah. If, you if you're are, getting like you know real independent yarn, that's different. But a lot of bases are very similar. You can usually find that that same base of other dyers. Another thing, and I haven't actually um, done this with it, but I've seen it and I've had patterns that I was like, oh, I should try this, and I haven't done it. The ones where it's like whole double with mohair. I was just gonna ask about that. Um, I, I have worked with mohair now. <laughs> Tell us how you really By feel. Itself. Now. And I enjoy it. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be the contrarian that enjoys lace weight and mohair. Um, You're allowed. Someone yeah. has to be. Um, yeah, no, I mean, and granted, not all mohair is the same. There is some that oh, is God, like really, no, you're right. really coarse and you're like, oh, God, Steel this wool. Is- the majority of mohair that I've ever touched is gross. Like, yeah, I don't the, like it. The, the, I would say there, there are a lot out if, there where it's I like, agree this is very with you. abrasive. If it is high end, um, nice stuff, but I'm OK with it. Yeah, but it does because then you look at the projects that use it and it's it's like, oh, but it looks so cute with the little fuzzy halo, but it's not like fun fur. It's like, you know, actually. Fun fur eyelash. (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen uh, tons of projects that use that and I I have yet to actually do it. Um, (laughs) But but that is that is something that 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 would be kind of new. Are you used to like holding two fibers at once and. Um, or do you want to? Or, yeah, I mean, that's you... that's the one thing, like, a, a sweater made with mohair is automatically going to be a lot warmer than a straight knit. Mm-hmm. My Jazzigal sweater that I made for Rhinebeck, that was supposed to be made with fingering weight and a strand of mohair. And... Rouse! Right, <laughs> right off the bat, I was like, that's not going to happen because Rhinebeck is always 70 degrees and I'm not going to wear a mohair sweater to Rhinebeck. It's true. Like, that yeah. is not yeah. a thing I'm going to do. Except for that one time it wasn't. <laughs> oh, oh God, that yeah, one that time one when time. it was like 50 degrees and freezing. It was warm, but not that warm. Yeah. You could get away with a sweater. Right. You were no stifling. sweater. <laughs> Last year was awful. Oh, oh, my God. In that case, I, you know, I just jettisoned it because I wasn't about to be sweating all day. I've actually never done a, a mohair held double or anything, anything? like that. No, yep. no, not yet. Me neither. I have two skeins of yarn for a project that I want to do. And we'll see if I make it. But it's plies and hellhounds. It's nice yeah. mohair. It's real nice mohair. They have nice mohair. So. I've held double. And I just... It's not your thing? No. That's well, fine. No, I like held double if they are two of the same. I don't like held double because I like the look of it. Mm. Like I'm doing my shawl with the held double. And I love that it looks like extra lacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I... Uh, the... I've tried the mohair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. You, you don't just have to apologize. No, I'm, like I'm, apologizing to, I'm apologizing to the people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I just. You're allowed it, to have a preference. Guys, just, when I don't the, like bulky yarn. Like Yeah, it's just like <laughs> when, like the mo because the mohair, you know what it is? It's not even mohair. It is the inconsistency with the yarn. Because if you, if I work with a yarn that is really inconsistent, mm-hmm. like if it's not the same thickness, so like a hand spun, it drives like me. Thin and thick. Yeah, I can't yeah. do the hand spun. I can't do the, um, 
there's like a lion brand one that's like homespun or something i can't yep. any of that bumpy stuff it makes my fingers feel really weird and i'm like Ugh. That's fair. so it's really not it's less about mohair it's more about like if it's going to be irregular i can't do it yep. um but not because i don't like the look of it or i don't like i think the yarn's crap or anything like that it's just like i literally just it just feels wrong to me you're allowed that preference. But that being said, Meg, you brought up a really good point. If you are going to do a pattern, you really shouldn't just do it out of the box. If you live in Arizona and you <laughs> found a short sleeve sweater that you really want to do, you probably shouldn't do the mohair. Like mm-hmm. it's like you 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 really should think about like what would fit with where you're where going you to be. Where you want to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> where just it. because yeah, a pattern yeah. calls for it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way yeah you should definitely adjust for what makes sense for you um if it's a three-quarter sleeve but you really only want it to stop at your elbow do it if it's a long sleeve and you're like no i want a short sleeve do it uh if it's you know a i don't know a hat that's got a a ribbing for their brim that you don't like change it like it's not when you start yeah follow the pattern and figure out what you're doing and kind of understand it but even when you just start you can look at something and go i really don't like like you could start doing it and be like i really don't like the look of this yeah mm-hmm. and you could generally like Switch look at it and be like I, I kind of want to change this well i like mm. the rib the one on this if it's like if you're a beginner and you don't know how to do that the easiest way to do that easiest way if your repeat is the same count as, as a repeat for a different style like a different pattern you're good. You're golden. Yeah. So if this repeat, it say it's two knit, two pearl, and you don't like that, and you want to do knit, pearl, knit, pearl, guess what? Same repeat. You're you're all set. You can do it. You can yeah. just change it up. Oh, God, I do that all the time. Yeah, sure like there's a, you know, as a basic, as a basic example. There's you know? also yeah. the idea too, like say the pattern is like, yeah, we use this yarn and it's 100% merino and da, da, da. And you're like, yeah, but I really like acrylic. Yeah. Uh, because it's easier it's easier to wash this that. so long as the weight is the same that's fine or you want a little bit of nylon so that yeah, it so holds, it holds shape better. a little bit better mm-hmm. there's that too yeah. or you want something washable or you know um in a lot of, of cases reasons. like that yeah you don't necessarily have to follow the same yarn type to get the same look now there's going to be a bit of a difference because again you'll get a different like fuzziness and halo um depending on the type of yarn that they use there are different looks to it so that would be something to like consider if you really want this exact look your fiber may have to be the same or similar but if you just really like say the pattern and the actual look of the yarn itself isn't a big deal to you then as long as the weight is the same and your swatch swatches up right if you do those then then you're good if you do those can i make a note too about just two two quick things about designers to keep in mind too when you're looking at what what yarn to use um first off some designers not all designers but some designers do have relationships with yarn vendors and they are either contracted to use that yarn or they are um sponsored by that yarn company So they have a vested interest in using that yarn. You do not necessarily need to use that Mm -hmm. yarn. Um, But another thing, too, is that designers are human beings like everybody else, and they have preferences like everybody else. And their preference isn't going to necessarily be your preference. Like, I am the type of person that I will use Malabrigo Rios all day long. 
forever and ever amen if there is a worsted are you are you pattern, sponsored are you sponsored I'm by mel not, man i i wish i know i, I know. wish no. Um, but no i just really really love it i would knit with that like all day long um and so you know when i when i went to do my pattern that was the first yarn i reached for and if i see a worsted project anything i'm generally inclined to reach for rios first that doesn't necessarily mean that Rios is the best yarn on the market. I mean, it totally is. But <laughs> it's my preference. It's what I'm always going to reach for. And your mileage may vary on that. Something to keep in mind. Another thing to keep in mind if you have it, and this is going back to kind of like a held doubler using two different yarns in a project. Pay attention to how the yarns interact with each other because sometimes some fibers don't like to stick to each other and they do weird things if you try to knit them together. Like they either will not stick together if you want them to or they'll felt themselves while you're <laughs> working with oh, them oh yeah that's yeah. very uh, true yeah. so you have to kind of just be aware of of that or just look weird yeah like yeah. you know so especially if it's different blends so yeah. if that's something um you're trying uh, that's another thing like knit a little bit or crochet or what have you do your pattern a little bit and see does does Swatch. this yarn do what you Swatch. want it to do? Yeah, yes. Yeah, or you could just start the pattern, Mag. No, I'm, you know you're supposed you to be the only person over there, I am I'm in my corner. Side. I'm just trying to vouch for Jess's point of view a little bit. <laughs> she doesn't need support. Everyone every day says like, ah, oh, swatches are for loser. Yeah, every every <laughs> single like ninety percent of the comments it, it like, really is <laughs> always. Swatching. I did a swatch. always. Me and Mag play a sad Once. violin. Womp, womp, womp. Womp. I mean, my, notions, my notions bag does say swatches are for wimps hey <laughs> granted the my sweater swatch fit. well i'm pretty wimpy just yep. turned into the shawl i just used that as the start of it's it, a so. swatch it it swatch yeah because it was one of them tab ones so the swatch was the tab wow. and then i kept going <laughs> <laughs> no that dude there's nothing wrong with that i have done that before too like then this isn't supposed to be a swatch conversation but there's nothing wrong with that. Swatching. Well, if we're talking about, though, yarns that we're not used to, I mean, swatching is the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> or a small project. If you, like, honestly, you don't oh, necessarily yeah. have hat. to. You do a, a hat cowl. or a cowl and just get it. You know, something that's not even, honestly, nicks, even nicks the hat. A cowl, you, even, you can only make it too tight. Yeah, <laughs> if you can't, and that's really hard. Yeah, and it's, it's really, really hard to make a tight really cowl. It's really obvious when you're making it too tight. Like if <laughs> it starts to look like a sock, you're going in the wrong direction. Anyway, then um, you just make a sock. Then you just make a sock. No, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, if you just want, if you just did a knit one, purl one in the round with like, however, I don't know, enough stitches to look like it's it could fit over your head, mm -hmm. then you just just make a tube. Yeah. Might as well. It's and it's essentially a cowl. Might and then as well. you could just and that's your swatch. Congratulations. Or you can make a turtleneck attachment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. I got it. A dicky is a thing. No. No, no, it is. No. No one I, is denying. No, I'm not <laughs> denying that. I'm just someone out there just listened to that and went, I got a money making idea. <laughs> I'm gonna knit turtleneck attachments, and and I just in my head went, no, don't do that. Very niche group of people want turtleneck attachments. Um, although I kind of do because I I would definitely 
<laughs> Very niche group of people, myself included, <laughs> would like a degree. <laughs> no, because then, like, think about it. You could like swap colors and stuff. And, yeah, like, it's the same sweater, but it's not. <laughs> and it's not like as warm as a sweater would be. Yeah, so you've yeah. got the look without all that. All I can think about is is cousin <laughs> Eddie from Christmas Vacation with the dicky. Oh my god. That's all I can think if about. If you made the buttons like look fancy on top and not look like buttons, if you take the dicky off, you would look like a very nice like sweetheart neckline. Not a sweetheart. Um what's it called? A scoop neck neckline ish uh, with like adornments on it. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business. Tina's Go- getting into the dicky business. Feed arena dickies. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you. Feed <laughs> <laughs> arena dickies. There is some little old lady going. Yes, we're bringing the dickies back. Feed rookies. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna get a DM. This is what always happens. I'm gonna get a DM. And they're going to be like, thank you for bringing up Dickies. Be <laughs> uh, um, Thank you for bringing up Dickies. Um, I personally wear Dickies all the time. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's me. I, 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 I want to be DMing a, you. I want to put a Dickie on my England sweater. <laughs> <laughs> you wear it under the sweater. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not attached to the sweater. No. 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 I want to. I want to make an attachment. Well, then you're just making a turtleneck. No. Because then you can unattach <laughs> yeah, it. See a turtleneck attachment. Yeah. So you, you can would undo make, it. Like, so like loops you put buttons. Okay. No, you put little buttons on here, and then it'll be like an adornment. And then when you want to be a turtleneck, you put it on, and it's adorned with a turtleneck. Yeah. Okay. Billion dollar idea. Billions. What was this topic about? Working uh, with yarn that you're not familiar with. Well, it's about dickies now. Billion dollar dickies. <laughs> Billion dollar. That's what I'm going to title the blog post. Billion, Billion, Billion dollar, dollar dickies. dickies. <laughs> that's what I'm going to title the blog post. Yes, 100%. Remind me. That's, that's a great name in general. I mean, that should be the name of the segment, really. <laughs> really like, what? <laughs> Billion dollar what? <laughs> if it's not like just it, just a project, if you have spare yarn, like if you don't know the fiber content, mm-hmm. there are different ways you can test for it. Okay. Best way is to set it on fire, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but then you don't that's have not the it. answer no, no, no. that I thought you were going to No, no, but yeah, so you cut, off, you cut off a piece. And you set it on fire. You you like light the end of it with a match. And if it melts, it's acrylic. And if it doesn't melt, then it is at least animal fiber. A real animal fiber. Yeah. And I believe the way that it or smells cotton. can tell you well can tell you if it's cotton, cotton or plant or animal fiber. But that's but there's also and I I'm, I'm not going to even go into what it is because I'm not sure exactly. But the uh, ash deposits when it's finished being on fire can can tell you the quality of the ash can tell you what it is i have a visual lay it on me he's a yarn inspector and he comes to your home and he lights lights your yarn on lights your yarn on fire i don't want him in my house and then he's sitting there like sniffing it and like checking out the ashes i what What did you say a yarnsonist instead of an arsonist Like somebody tried to figure out what the yarn was, so I was gonna say a yarn sleuth. Fire! 
And that's all the time we have for this week. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, be sure to check out our Patreon or our website at partofmystash.com. And remember to tune in next week for more tips, nits, and wits at Part of My Stash. Thank you.